Welcome back to The Old Goal of Truth. I'm Bryce. And I'm Alex. This show is all about exploring self-improvement through philosophy. This season, we are studying the last days of Socrates. And this past week, we studied the Ephithro. If you're just joining us now, we encourage you to start at the beginning of the season with episode 1.1 and read The Last Days of Socrates along with us. So, Bryce, as we jump into this, I want to hear just in in one sentence your initial thoughts on the Euthyphro, just in one or two sentences. I think in, in this section of the book, it definitely brings up some good thoughts um, you you really have to look at it in a different perspective, though, just because of the difference in society that we have in it. But I'm really excited to discuss it later on. Yeah, I agree. For me, the biggest thing that I got out of this that I saw in this was was dealing <laughs> dealing with conflict. Um, and I'll jump more into that later, but. Yeah, just how we how we work through cognitive dissonance and have conversations with ourselves and with others about morality. Don't forget, you can always join this study with us at reddit.com slash r slash togotpod. That's T-O-G-O-T-P-O-D. Um, okay, yeah, like Bryce said, we're going to be talking more about this on Reddit, so please join in the week's discussion there. Um, so right now, uh, Bryce, do you want to take a second and explain um, a little bit about what's going on in in the book, the historicity? We talked a little bit about it in our first episode, uh, but if you'd like to kind of explain the historical setting and what's going on in general uh, in the Euthyphro. So the background for this book and and this section, uh, we're sitting at about 399 BC, and so obviously a long time ago. So there's there's many differences in between their society then and our society now. And Ephithro and Socrates are talking about their upcoming trials, where. Socrates is being persecuted, and Ephithro is the one persecuting. Yeah, so basically that's, I mean, that's what's going on is that, you know, there are these trials going on, and in particular we're, we're looking at, actually in the Euthyphro I, I feel like we're, we're, we're comparing both of the trials and the, the validity and the uh, moral context of both of them, I feel like is probably a good way to sum it up. We had two trials or two charges brought against Socrates. One, that he doesn't believe in the gods of Athens and of Greece, and also that he's corrupting the youth with these. It actually says at one point that uh, Socrates says that he's being charged for um, for creating new gods and introducing those to the youth and and corrupting them that way. Um, and it, one thing I thought was interesting was that he's actually, he commended Miletus, who is uh, prosecuting Socrates, he commended Miletus for, you know, taking care of the youth, for being concerned with the well-being of the youth and their education, and he feels like Socrates is corrupting them. The big thing that's brought up in in the Euthyphro is the Euthyphro problem. That's what it's come to be known as. And that is, are good things good because the gods command them? Or are things commanded by the gods because they are good? So ultimately the question is, does God make good or does God command good? And, and this has been a question uh, tackled by... Uh, by philosophers for thousands of years and uh, whether they're religious or, or not uh, philosophers have wondered what morality is and what is you know um, what is good and so this is going to be an interesting discussion for us because 
ultimately we're asking we're talking about moral relativity like what is good and why is it good right and uh, and so i'm curious to hear your thoughts bryce we'll start with you on on how do we know what the right thing to do is and and maybe expand expand from there maybe from your personal experience or uh, and and in the context of the euthyphro as well like what are they talking about so my my thoughts behind this is for example do you value life i do yeah so then if you do value life then obviously killing someone is going to be bad for you yeah right like it just it it makes sense right right now now the fact of does god command good or does he create good that one is i don't know (laughs) i mean i i was just kind of i i was trying to wrap my brain around that one well we personally like we have our own choices right Mm -hmm. so if you look at it if if we wanted to we could just go and kill someone right right there will be consequences because we value life now for from god's perspective he also values life if if you look at um the ten commandments Mm -hmm. thou shalt not kill right so in in that way he is commanding good but I'm sure in in other perspectives, he also makes goodness because you and I, we can personally make goodness. We can choose to do good. So there's I I think I think it's both because to me at least i understand making goodness as kind of a choice to be good when commanding goodness is telling someone hey like we shouldn't be doing this right okay so um is that the is that the conclusion of your thoughts i don't want to interrupt yeah probably because i i mean i i think i think it would be both like Good and evil definitely exist, um, whether or not you are doing evil but you think it's good, that's a different story because everyone has kind of that line in the sand. I want to jump into that a little bit later, uh, kind of after I share my initial thoughts because that, that brings up some important questions. Um but so okay so for what i what i thought was first of all uh zero answers i find in any philosophical discussion there is always going to be more questions than answers and and usually those questions will uh will bring up more questions and they'll multiply themselves i mean you look at what this conversation's going on and it goes in circles and they talk about how it goes in circles. They're like, we can't even have this conversation because it, it goes in circles and circles. And by the end of it, Euthyphro's like, I'm a head out. Like, I don't, I don't get any of it. Um, I also think it's important to say where you and I are coming from. We, we grew up in a religious household. So in the context of the book, they're talking about uh, the, the Greek gods Whereas um, for us, we grew up with uh, the Judeo-Christian God. And so that alone is going to kind of change our own perspective as to what what morality is and what is good and what is not. And this is going to be something that we'll be dealing with as we go throughout the thing. Um, And I think it's important to realize that not everybody has that same belief so where do you you know from what source do you draw more uh from what source do you draw morality right and 
that's that's something that isn't just going to be a conversation in the Euthyphro, but it's going to continue being a conversation as we go throughout any of our studies is where we grew up, how we grew up. I mean, even just our language, the way that we were taught to, to speak and to communicate with people is going to have a huge effect on how we interpret and understand these different, these different philosophers that we're studying. Um, so kind of as a conclusion to, to my thoughts, um, I just, there, there's more questions than answers, period. That's not something that, that we're going to be able to avoid at all. Um, and I, I don't know, I, I don't know where our conversation's going to lead, but I think having these philosophical discussions can help us parse out our own, our own ideas of what is true and, and our own ideas of what it means to live uh, a peaceful and a good, whatever that means, life, right? Um, so uh, one, one question that I had while, while you were kind of sharing your initial thoughts is, uh, what if I don't value life? That is, um, that's kind of a tough question to answer mm-hmm. because there's there's a lot of things that can feed into that i was i was thinking while you were while you were talking i was thinking about how you said what if you don't believe in god and like where do those morals come from then because mm-hmm. obviously like i even shared it like for you and i well one of the Ten Commandments is thou shalt not kill. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of obvious, right? And, I mean, so is the law. <laughs> right, right. Right. But I I was thinking about where other people's morals come from. And it, it would come down from their parents. And then their parents would get it from their parents. And their parents would get it from their parents. And so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. If you take a person the way that they are, you can definitely trace it back to their parents. And this is the interesting thing, though, is good or bad, somehow you're still going to be able to trace it back. Because a lot of of people who are, so I guess successful people, are more or less two or two types of people like there there's v- various different types but one will be while they grew up in a successful home their parents taught them to be successful so they became successful the other is they grew up in a not so great home and later on in life they decided hey I should probably do something with my life and that's when they made that change because they they become more determined because they want to pull away from this I lived in poverty sort of lifestyle or like and I don't mean like even just poverty by money um, poverty by like relationship with parents or just relationship with anyone that sort of thing right 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 okay um okay so you're you're talking about the way that we educate ourselves and the way that we educate our um our posterity and the way that that's transferred down from generation to generation so is so so then the question is like is it just something that we're taught like or is there some inherent goodness that exists in the world right or is it just well that's what my parents taught me you know or that's what the law says right and you just kind of trust in that right yeah with that one i i don't really know how to answer that like it's definitely 
I, as you said, like we're we're gonna be going in circles. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Going back to the main question, which is what is good. Yeah. Like how 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 do you determine this? Right. So like in in my mind, I'm thinking, well, what is good becomes the basic instincts of survival. Right. What is good is to make sure you don't die. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, what do you like what do you think? Tell tell me what is what is good. I value life. I I value happiness. Right. So, if if someone comes in and starts yelling at me for mm-hmm. no reason, yeah. Or at least in my point of view, no reason. Right. Then obviously I'm not going to see that as good. Mhm. However, if they have a reason, I'm neither going to see that as good or evil if they're yelling at me. Mm-hmm. Because there's there's always a way to come across with a nicer tone mm-hmm. and to uh, grow from it. I have a friend, he, he, he's, he basically, he'll, he'll chew me out if I'm doing something stupid. Mm-hmm. But in a way that I know that he cares. Right, right. So it's almost like he's doing something evil because he's chewing me out, right? Mm-hmm. But because I know that he cares, it actually becomes good, right? Because he is trying to help me and right. teach me a lesson. But he's not going to be able to teach me a lesson by just saying hey like um like being super nice about it and just like floating around with words and stuff right right like sometimes you just you have to be bold so there there is a there there is a difference you can almost say almost the exact you can say almost the exact same thing right using different tones and that's like that's gonna show the difference, right? Right. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, breaking down what you said, is you said the understanding that somebody is uh, scolding you out of love and out of trying to help you, that knowledge makes their act good. Right. Yes. Like if you know where they're coming from. Yeah. Okay. So, so what if, um, like we're, we're talking a lot about perspective here, right? So, um, what if somebody scolds you and tells you off and, and they think they say I'm doing something good because I care about Bryce and I know that this is going to make him better. And then but from your perspective, you you're you have hurt feelings. You're upset because you didn't like the way that they talked to you, and and they were kind of rude, right? And so from your perspective, they've maybe done something bad, right? Yeah. So was the act good or bad? Well, again, like that with that one, it depends on who you ask, right? So from from my perspective, obviously the act is bad, right? But from their perspective, it's good because they they knew. I mean, you look at parents. Every every time that a parent makes like says, "Go do this, go do that, or whatever," right? They're normally at least they are trying to help you right and i mean it yeah like let's let's break it down like super tiny if a parent says can you please go wash the dishes right in in the nicest tone possible right and yet the kid doesn't want to wash the dishes what is that going to be Right, the kid's gonna say it's evil. The parents, the parent is gonna say it's good, right? Because I'll be honest, I have met some people who have no clue how to wash dishes. I have met 
some people who have no clue how to sweep. And eventually, you're going to end up going out, living on your own. And so are you going to leave your house a mess because you don't know how to do this? Like, I look at it this way. If dad ever listens to this, well, he might be a little shocked. <laughs> there are a lot of things that, though I didn't appreciate appreciate growing up, I appreciate now mm-hmm. because I learned from it. Right. 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 Like, I learned how to sweep. I learned how to wash dishes when I was at home in an environment where it was actually easier to learn. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. If if you get thrown right into it, it's like it, it's it's like being thrown under the bus, right? Right. It's okay, here's all this responsibility. Have fun. Right. Okay, so so right. what you're saying is that ultimately this thing that you perceived as evil, you know, being told what to do when you were a kid, you now understand that it was good. Exactly. So right. in some cases it it can it can definitely change. Right. Right. In like in other cases it may not, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so so something something can change its value, whether it becomes good or becomes evil, stays good or stays evil. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I mean, like I said, we have no expectation of finding any answers here. Like I have zero answers for anybody on anything, uh, when it comes to what is good and what is evil. Um, but we're trying to, trying to piece this out. So, so things can change their value. Things can be good or be evil and then change to the opposite. Um, and that's all, that's like a personal personal judgment call so is the parent who doesn't teach their child to sweep or to wash dishes are they evil well see this is this is the problem so we we're we're asking a question of because you didn't do this one simple little thing Mm -hmm. are you evil right like let's put it this way you made a mistake at work just a simple one 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 that's easy enough to fix because i mean it's not hard to sweep right it's not hard to wash dishes so if you make a mistake at work just a just a nice simple one that's that that will take a couple minutes to fix but it's fixable does that mean you're going to get fired? I hope not. Yeah, and I mean, if you've made like a billion other mistakes in the past, you, you might, right? But if you're if you're if you're a good worker like Right, right. If if the parent taught you everything else, just you did didn't have to sweep or wash the dishes, but you did everything else, like you you know how to vacuum you know how to do laundry, mm-hmm. you know how to do this, you know how to do that, right? You can you can even clean windows, right? Right, right. You're not like they're not a bad parent. Right, right. Right. Like yeah, okay, it makes it easier if if the kid does know how to do everything. But it's not mm-hmm. going to make them evil because of this one thing, right? Right, right. Like, you make so many different decisions in one day. You can't focus on, like, those those little tiny ones. Yeah. So, okay. So, going off of that, then, does your, um, d- does your value change hour by hour, situation by situation, right? Like, if, if you're a terrible driver and you you get behind the wheel and you cause an accident in that instance 
you are you are something evil right yeah but does that make you evil period like full stop no okay um no it's like it's like the like how i was talking about earlier where you like six the majority of successful people are two different types of people right mm-hmm. one that grows up successful so grows up good we'll say right mm-hmm. and stays good and then the other is grows up in not really a great situation right or mm-hmm. we'll say in this example i'm not saying this uh but we'll say they grow up evil but they can then choose to do good right 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 so if you get into a car accident and you're the cause of it because you're a bad driver Mm -hmm. well you may then go and make a few decisions you may stay a bad driver you may just stop driving or you may try to become a better driver. Right. So, so there's that opportunity to change and to improve. Um, I mean, obviously, obviously we're using the terms good and evil very loosely here. Very loosely. (laughs) Um, But I mean, yeah, like I guess I guess where where does goodness come from, right? Okay, so let's let's go back to that original problem, the Euthyphro problem. Um yeah. Are are good things good because we make them good? Like what if what if the law said, I mean, we agreed that we value life, right? Um what what if the law said otherwise? What if the law said yeah, you can murder. Like, it's no big deal. Is murder okay? To you and to you and I, no. Right, right. We agree on that. To the law, though, yeah. To the law, though, yes, because there is no consequence. Right, right. Okay, so it, it, it's based on the consequences. So it's based on the ends. Yes. Like, does it does it provide something good for society yeah exactly like here's a <laughs> here's a here's a good modern day example look at marvel look at thanos in his eye he views that the universe is too full right mhm so he says let's wipe out half of the universe. Yeah. And and if you look at it, so so now you have um jobs where we need you say there's a job that needs 500 people, right? Right. Yeah. And there's a thousand people trying to get that job. Yeah. Well, guess what? Now that Thanos came, there's only 500 people that are applying for the job that can hire 500 people. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so in so in then... the sense of like for us that we value life, mm-hmm. it still is really bad. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. in in his eye, we're saying that in for him murder is okay like the law does not say don't kill it says mm-hmm. yeah it's it's fine like there's no consequence behind it mm-hmm. for him it's it's okay it's good right 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 so so what is good and what is bad ultimately depends on the value that you assign to different things exactly hmm so it doesn't it doesn't come from God, and it doesn't come from uh, any any natural spring. It comes from yourself, 
what you assign value to. Yeah, pretty much. And I mean, in in, in some cases, like, uh, again, like, I, I, I stand with me saying that, um, in my personal opinion, God commands both, or he commands good, but he also makes good, right? Hmm. Okay. Because you can you can make yourself better right 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 but then you can also teach people and like this is how i'm using the word command right you can teach people to do better right you can share that knowledge with your posterity okay so um so i have i have no opinion on this i'm just i'm just picking away at what you're saying uh, just to kind of continue this kind of thought process and what we're talking about. So you can educate people on on what is what is good and what is bad. Um, like like you're saying, you can you can educate them. So what happens um, what happens when you are told or you you are taught that uh, that a certain behavior, um, let's let's say um, l- let's say you are you are taught that that kicking people is good, and you really believe it, like you really really believe in kicking people. Does it now become good to you? To me, yes. Yeah. Okay, so does that make it good? In the whole, no. Because, like, let's... I'm going to turn myself into two people here. (laughs) Okay, okay. So you have the me that is me, right? And then the me mm-hmm. that believes kicking is good, right? Right, right. So that that person will will kick people. When, where, right. I have no clue. Me, though. Right, just whenever. You're trying to be a good person. Yeah, exactly. It's like shaking hands. <laughs> Kick them. Yeah. Oh, how are you doing? <laughs> right? Me, however... Yeah. Because I value people being happy, I'm going to view that as bad, right? And in all honesty, I know a lot more people who believe that kicking is bad than, I mean, unless you're kicking like a soccer ball or whatever, (laughs) than, um, Mm -hmm. than it is good, right? Right. So... In the whole, as society, kicking is bad. Mm-hmm. Right? However, to the single person, kicking is good. Right? So you have your... You have what you believe in as a person. Mm-hmm. You have your... Have what you believe in as a society... Mm-hmm. Um, and and actually multiple different societies, basically, right? Because if if you're a member of a church, mm-hmm. right, you you have those beliefs, right? If 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 you live in a country with certain laws and those sorts of things, right, you have those beliefs, right? Right. Like for example. Um, in some places, distracted driving will get you a huge ticket. Mm-hmm. In other places, distracted driving, eh, uh, it will get you a, a small ticket. It's it's a bit of a dent, but like it's it's it it's nothing that you really care so much about that you stop distractive driving right right okay so and because of that that will shape your views right Mm -hmm. because 
if you if you're in an area where there's no penalty for distracted driving well you're gonna drive distracted like because right. it's it doesn't matter right you're like this does not matter so i'm going to text on my phone while driving right right but then if you're in a place where say it's a three thousand dollar fine Mm-hmm. for distracted driving right. then maybe you won't so okay so that changes your incentive like your decision to do those things but does it change the goodness value like the where it's not illegal does distracted driving become not evil or less evil i guess it kind of depends on who you ask right because me as me and me as looking at society, mm-hmm. I think it's bad, right? Right. Like, distracted driving is not good at all. Right, right. But then, like, you might have some people where they're like, oh, yeah, I... I mean, I've I've heard people say, I I went... 180 kilometers an hour on this on this road and they're they're impressed with themselves they they're happy like they think it's it's a sticker of you're just the coolest person ever right 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 uh so like it just kind of it it depends right like for people who there's no penalty for distracted driving but there's also no you did so great because you were able to drive distracted. Right. Well, you're kind of just looking at it's just something you do and it's not good or bad. Right? That's how okay. they would probably view it. Right. Right. Because that's the thing is that we've been looking solely at is this good or is this bad? Right, right. There's no in-between. Right. But you're saying there is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. Um, and and the value of the, the measurement of the goodness or badness of a thing is dependent on the individual in the situation or observing the situation? I, I think it would... Um... I, I think it would, like, it depends on each person in the situation, right? Okay. Because some people may think that, um, like, take the very slow people on the road. You, you've got some people that the speed limit is 100 uh, kilometers per hour. And you've got some people on the road that are doing 85 to them they they think they're safe right they're like i am going at a slower speed right i'm i'm gonna be safe right like there's there's less of a risk that my car is gonna flip over or whatever right and i mean mm-hmm. we're we're gonna we're gonna stick with just dry conditions like roads clear there's no gravel on the road either right like it's it's a nice clean road right yeah yeah, so like they they think that is good. Now the problem is is you've driven on Deerfoot. Is it safe to go 85 on it when there's n- no traffic? Like we're talking about like middle of the day, not safe. So you have you have someone who's going 85 and they feel like they're safe. But in reality, those of us who have spent a lot of time on this road mm-hmm. and and know the road and know the people who drive on that road, we know that you should be going, honestly, at least 100. Yeah. Because with, and and I mean, I'm sure it is very similar for other roads as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but with with Deerfoot, you and I both know that people are going fast down there. Mm-hmm. 
right? Like countless people speed on Deerfoot. And so if you have a slow person just making their way on the road and then you've got you've got a bunch of fast people coming up, someone makes a wrong move and that slow car's the one that's going to get hit because the problem is is that everyone's going 110. Mhm. So, okay. Except for the slow car. So, so is the slow car um like they get hit, they see the other person as the antagonist. Right? Yeah, so now you're now you're in a conflict of well, I was going 110, which is speeding, right? And you're like you're going you're going 10 over the speed limit. Right. Right. So the old grandpa in in the slow car um and then just the 30-year-old 30-year-old dude, we'll say, in the fast car. The the guy sees grandpa as the enemy because he was going slow he was going 15 under the speed limit right but then grandpa sees the guy as the enemy right 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 so i mean is what we're saying is that morality is relative to the situation the time the person the viewpoint yeah Hmm. interesting yeah that yeah, so, okay, so basically we have no answer for what is good and evil. It just kind of depends. Exactly, like, and I think that's why they just kind of gave up in on their conversation, if Fifth Row and uh, Socrates. Yeah. Because, I mean, you and I have spoken about uh, successful people, uh, mm-hmm. parents raising their children, people driving on the road, right? Yeah. yeah. But we're talking about all like a ton of different examples right yeah like and we still technically haven't resolved them because honestly if if you do look at the car accident Mm -hmm. who would be at fault um i think well i don't actually don't know who legally would be at fault but that's the thing is that it's 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 a legal issue right it's looking into all these codified laws and things that we have agreed and contracted to as a society uh, what the rules are. If you're on the highway, you drive X speed, right? Um, exactly. Right, and then and then you look at what the standard is, right? Do you, do you find somebody for going 15 under or 10 over? How is it, you know, what, what are the rules, right? And, uh, so I, it's, it's an interesting, it's been an interesting thought experiment to, to kind of dive into this and talk about that. Um, and it it is really interesting to hear that, 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 I mean, I guess it's relative, um, Although moral relativism isn't usually something that, to quote community, you say booyah to. Um, but it kind of feels like, you know, how, how, do you, how do you do this? Like I said, you know, more questions than answers, right? What is good? I don't know. Depends on the day. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, so we want to we want to make something good of this. We want to make something that benefits our lives, but I guess what, you know, how does something benefit our lives? Right. So what do you feel, um, from this, uh, from this discussion and from this reading, what do you feel you can get out of it that will make your life better? And what specifically, maybe what specific action can you take today to to let this improve your life that that's a uh, kind of a tricky question um because obviously like as we've been talking we we've been talking about how almost that um self-improvement is very it depends on your situation right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because, I mean, 
for some people, self-improvement is they want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. For other people, self-improvement is they want to gain weight. Right, right. So... Uh, so I guess for you, and maybe this will apply to listeners, but I guess for you, what does, what does it do for you? Do you want, like, do you want me to go first? Sure. On, on what I'm going to do? Okay. What I've gathered from this is that in any situation, it's important to gather as much context as possible. It's important to try and understand um like we talked about last episode where people are coming from and and i think that will help us make more uh not necessarily more accurate because like we talked about you can't really measure good the same way you can measure length and weight and things like that um so i i think uh it, it will help me make better judgments um, as I seek out more information, right? As I seek out more knowledge so that I can understand uh, understand situations better rather than just jumping to the conclusion of this is good and that is bad, uh, that I can allow for some gray, that I can uh, allow there to be a little bit more of a broad perspective. Uh, that I won't just say that so-and-so is bad because they did this, but I'll seek to understand them better. Um, because my personal belief, my judgment of what is good, is is uh, like you talked about at the top of the episode, that uh, that people are happy. Like, that's what I value. I value people's happiness. And based on that value that I place on people's happiness... And my own happiness, I think, would benefit from this as well, is just being a more understanding uh, person in general. That's that's kind of my my conclusion that I've come to amongst all all the questions that I also now face. That's uh, yeah, that's that's really sweet. Um, that's that's one of the things that I was thinking about. Um, but another one that I was that I was thinking about is. Uh, doing the harder right than the easier wrong. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in some cases, it's actually easier to do good than it is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but in other cases, like in Fifthrow's case, how he is putting his own father on trial, mm-hmm. I I think that that is definitely the harder right because the easier wrong is just leaving it alone and i mean in in a sense um it's i don't want to say it's not wrong to just leave the whole issue alone mm-hmm. because i mean reading what what his father did and stuff is is bad Right. Mm-hmm. With that being said as well, though, in the time that this takes place, well, that probably would have been the punishment for this guy anyways. Right, right. Right. Like this, Um. let's see, he was a worker in their fields. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's a worker in, in the fields. And he he got drunk and mm-hmm. he killed a guy, mm-hmm. right? So, and at this time, well, if, if you kill someone, you're going to be put to death yourself. Because, I mean, Socrates definitely didn't kill someone and, he, well, he got put to death too. So, mm-hmm. um... But the thing is, is that he wasn't put to death in the right way. Right. And that's why, that's why when I say this isn't quite, like, leaving it alone isn't Mm -hmm. quite the easier wrong. It's just kind of in general, 
easier, right? Right, right. Because the guy was going to die anyways. Right. And I mean, we we could keep going down this this rabbit hole um, uh, of trying to, you know, uh, cast judgment on on uh, Euthyphro's father and Euthyphro and and everything. Um, but yeah, just um, yeah, what you were saying about what you're going to do to um, to improve based on kind of what we've talked about, uh, you're saying, you know, to make that easier or make that harder right rather than the easier wrong or you know just to make the best decision right yeah exactly it's like is it good is it better than good or or is it just the best right like even determining from that right right because i think that's kind of in my opinion at least that's kind of um what if if throw is doing here he's choosing the best right Mm mm-hmm um but like right. leaving it alone by the sounds of it at least no one would have said anything right right yeah he's based on his value judgment cuz people thought he was crazy yeah right um some probably even thought he was wrong well and that's where like if you look at it it's like the ones that thought he was wrong we're probably just like well the guy was gonna die anyways so right what's the point right right like you may as well just get it over with well yeah and yeah so i think um that's probably i mean the best wrap-up we're gonna get for this conversation um more more questions than answers as always but absolutely um but an interesting conversation on on what is good this has been that does it for this edition of the old goal of truth for next week join us in studying the apology in particular you can join us on reddit.com slash r slash togot pod that's t-o-g-o-t-p-o-d for the week's discussion thanks for studying with us thanks everyone for joining see you next week mecco